0: goes with me, I'll go anywhere. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ. That's an old standby from Mother Johnson. And she's still singing a song. She's got a birthday coming up soon. She'll be able to say, this old lady, <laughs> We're all old. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ for being old. If you don't get don't get old, you die young. So we thank the Lord Jesus Christ. For the birthdays. You. Does Jared know y'all coming? Yes. Is that right? Maybe have something prepared for y'all. No? no. <laughs> huh? Yes, like to you gotta work the next day. Okay. (laughs) That's a good thing. Uh, We do give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We honor Mother Johnson and Mother Scudder. Elder Renee Reynolds. We honor Elder Sherman Warburton. We honor Minister Morrow. We honor our very fine deacons, our prayer for his children. And the saints of the Most High God. We praise the Lord Jesus Christ for his goodness and his mercy. We praise him for his loving kindness. You know, Jesus kept us down uh, to this moment in time and it's not a mistake. That was his intention. It's his intention that we all got gather here this morning to honor Him, praise Him, worship Him, and just thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the mind that you had. And some folk got up this morning and they didn't want to come, and they didn't come. <laughs> and some folk wanted to come, and they wanted to get up, and they didn't get up. But we thank the Lord Jesus Christ for those who are assembled. Uh, We're assembled all over the world today. This is one of those days where you're scattered everywhere. All the way, I think, on the stream, we're in South Africa, and we're in North Carolina and uh, Pennsylvania and a couple other places I was looking. Every now and then it'll pop up like that. and So we just praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise Him for His Word and uh, for the mind to say something. Now, I want to remember Deacon Williams. Jesus would encourage them in their absence, comfort the household, comfort him uh, in the loss of their sister. Uh, It's it's something when uh, your loved ones, particularly your your parents are one thing, and then, of course, but you kind of... Parents, you know, you say, well, one day my parents will leave. and uh, But then when you talk about your siblings and your children, it's a different thing. And uh, so uh, pray for them and uh, uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ would comfort. Uh, let's look this morning, and I ain't going to tell you we ain't going to be here long, but... <laughs> Uh, some people say that all the time, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. From the um, book of Jude, let's do the first three verses, and then I'll have a verse to go with it, and uh, see what we can come up with. Usher, oh, you may sit down. It's going to take a little bit to get there, I think. The book of Jude, first three verses. Jude. for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints thank you Hebrews 3 and 13 and 9 says be not carried away about with divers and strange doctrines for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace and not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein so if I use a Thought it would be, uh, of course, you probably guessed it already, earnestly contend for the faith. Um, and I don't normally go this way in that sense, but I saw a video last night. Uh, you know, you see some things that are kind of disturbing, and you want some, and this was disturbing in the sense the person wanted to share it with me. And, uh, trying to kind of put together things in that sense about uh, where it was coming from. And it was a church service. Uh, But the people were uh, worshiping the pastor. Uh, They were singing to the pastor. I never heard of anything like that. But they were actually singing to him. And the more uh, they sang... He got up from his seat and had a big roll of money, and he was just handing her money. The more she's saying, Daddy, you the best thing that ever happened in my life. And the more she's saying, the more money he gave. The more money he gave. The more money he gave. And, of course, if you look on, online, you'll see all of the various stuff that goes on. Uh, and can be disheartening in the sense that you know better and you want better for folk um, and uh, you just kind of think and say all of those people and, and they're souls they're not just names on the book they're souls the souls that would be lost. And it gives us an understanding and the, 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 why Jew would write this uh, and why the Hebrew writer would tell you to not be carried away uh, with diverse and strange doctrines. There is only one salvation. As it says in Jude, there's a common salvation. Uh, And what he was trying to kind of give you an understanding of, this did not just happen by happenstance. It started long before we were even thought of. And when the Lord Jesus Christ would tell the Jews that salvation is of the Jews, and then, of course, he turns around and he says, Uh, In Isaiah 45 and 22 says, look unto me and ye be saved. The key part of that is that all the ends of the earth. So it switches up, not just the Jews. It's to us. So you understand what the writer says when he says neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none of the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We are Jesus' only church. Uh, and because we are Jesus' only church, we have to earnestly contend for this. It's just not going to happen because we just say this morning we're going to go to church and, we're go- and, and, and uh, Jesus is going to keep us. And that's a good thought. But you got to, to work for this thing. You want to stay saved. Uh, you have to put some effort to it. It's not going to be just like uh, osmosis, and and I can put my Bible in the corner over there and I can kind of look at it and I'm going to get the understanding of what I need to do. You have to dig into it, you have to read. From time to time, you got to study. You got to get on your knees and you got to pray. You got to ask Jesus to keep the mind. Because, see, this is the first thing that the enemy goes after is your mind. And once he gets this, he can kind of work and work and work and work. And eventually, he'll work you out there in that street. And you are wonder. And you say, Well, I used to go over there. I used to be a member over there. There's a whole lot of folk walking in D.C. and Maryland and Pennsylvania saying that they used to be. I, want, I don't want to be a used to be, so I have to earnestly contend for this. Jesus. Jesus. I have to fast. It, it, it's just not going to happen because I look in the mirror and say, I'm, I'm mirroring mirror on the wall. Uh, I'm a saint. It's not going to happen like that. You're going to work for this. So when he says the word contend, uh, it's a struggle. The, the word, it, it, it means to, to to struggle for something. It, it, it's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Uh, and, 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 and just because you got up from the altar, and you receive the Holy Ghost and and, and that's a good thing because you need the Holy Ghost without the Holy Ghost the second part of the birth you're not alive but see what I'm trying to get you to understand because you get up off the altar with the Holy Ghost doesn't mean that the war is over (laughs) it's still going to happen Matter of fact, it's going to get worse because, see, you are aware of what's going on. You're aware of the enemy trying to take your mind. You're aware of his tricks trying to fool you. And it's a constant thing. When we say this and that, this and that is a real thing. See, it wasn't wasn't a, a, a... just for Job, Job was the example right. <laughs> for somebody to come and knock on your door and tell you all of the disasters to get your attention. Right. They wanted to get Job's attention. Yes. They wanted him to, to stop serving Jesus Christ. Right. And I'm going to use Jesus Christ in the Old Testament because we know that Jesus is God. Yes. Um, but they wanted him to stop serving him even to the point when he got to his wife (laughs) she said to curse God and die (laughs) you imagine something like that you look at your companion and say would you actually say that to me your companion might not say it but Job's companion did that's how close it was it wasn't something that came from the outside somebody on the street he came and knocked on your door and tell you to stop serving. It was his wife. Someone that was close to him. Same way in the garden. <laughs> it was his wife. And I'm not trying to knock the wives. I'm trying to get you to understand how close things are. But Adam knew the rule. And because he knew the rule, he should have been able to stand up. He should have been able to guard his lungs and say, no, woman, you don't know what you're talking about. Job was able to say that. Woman, you must sound foolish. (laughs) I know too much about him. And the reason why he knew so much about him was because he did pray. And he did fast. And he did study what he knew to study. So when the enemy came knocking at his door, he had a foundation. Yes. That's right, Jesus. See, you have to have a foundation in this. You just, when you get up from that altar, it's not just because you, 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 you have the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost to run for your life. Yes. And I'm telling you now, it's going to be a challenge all through. It's all through. But you have the, you have the very God of creation. The living God. Living that on the inside of you. That's what our advantage is. See, when we say to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and get in an altar and call the name of Jesus Christ, uh, uh, that's a very big thing. Because folk don't believe that nowadays. Even in holiness churches, they're going back on all of that. You don't have to tarry for the Holy Ghost. You don't don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to hold up a standard for dress for the women or a standard for dress for the men. And it's not just in this area. It's all over the country. So when I say earnestly contend for the faith, you got saved calling the name of Jesus. Yeah, that's right. you, you got saved then baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Yeah, yeah. The two parts of the birth. Yeah. That was your salvation. But see, when you don't got all up in this 70s and 80s and 60s, people start trying to change. They want shortcuts. <laughs> they want shortcuts. They look at what you have and say, well, it's got to be an easier way to do it. <laughs> they, 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 they want to figure out something else to do, right. something that they can do. Yes. But you heard the lesson this morning. It was on faith. Right. It's nothing that you can do but believe. Right. Believe is the action word. Wow. You have to believe this. It doesn't work if you don't believe it. When you have to get down, when you get down on your knees, you have to believe. Yes. When you're tearing and calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, you have to believe that he would actually save you. Yes, you can't have doubt in your mind. You can't have doubt on the inside of you. You can't come and say, well, I wish I would or whatever. You, you've got to be convinced. Yes, yes. Yeah, Lord, you, Jesus. I, I've seen a whole lot of folks see the Holy Ghost in here. And the bottom line for all of it was when people were convinced in their own mind that Jesus was able to save them. It didn't, it didn't take no time. They came right in. And, and they got at the altar they called the name of Jesus. And he filled them with the Holy Ghost. Uh, that's what we say when we say you lay aside Every way. <laughs> Every way. We did the thing that the Bible said. I'm sorry some of you missed it. But, or some of y'all missed it. I don't know. Some people didn't miss it. It's a very simple thought. Any distraction. Any distraction. Not just one distraction. We always think of it as being something big. You know, the, the, the uh, uh, whatever the big things are. we looking at our lives and say that's what keeps my mind occupied. But no, it's, it's the simple things. Very, very simple things. And we showed you that with the candy. You can't call Jesus and, and suck on the candy at the same time. It's just not possible. Because your mind is going to go through the flavor of the candy. And you're sat the saliva in your mouth. And every time you get to say it's Jesus, you go, Mmm, well, this cherry tastes pretty good. And <laughs> this strawberry is all right. I'm sorry that you missed that understand it. But it's true any destruction in your mind keeps you from calling in the name of Jesus and you have to lay aside every weight, and, 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 and you can actually do it cause see the scripture tells you when you've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ he says to come up walking in the newness of life you say well how can I walk in the newness of life through Jesus Christ Jesus is the only one that can make you to help you do that Same thing at the altar. Ask Jesus to help you. To help my mind, that Jesus will fight that fight for you. Jesus. So we waste time all that other stuff, and we testify about this and that one's keeping me from this and that. that. It ain't that. It's in your mind. (laughs) It's in your mind. You hold the stuff. You give it power. I I think that's a new term now. You give it power. You give it energy. And now you give the energy over you. But all you have to do is trust Jesus. Say, Jesus, I, I need you to help me. He knows what we're made of. He knows that we're frail. He knows the kind of stuff that we've done in our past and the stuff that we go for. He knows that about us. Each and every one of us, not just, he said, well, he can't know that about me. No, you putting handcuffs on him. Jesus knows everything and everyone and, and, and about everyone. So when you say, Jesus, help me, you're asking him to come in and strengthen you at the altar. Help me go through this. Help me. I can't fight that battle by myself. See, you can't fight the stuff that's going on in your mind. It's, it's a very strange kind of thing in the sense that ice cream and trucks and candy and all those kind of things will enter your mind while you call it Jesus. It happens. You need Jesus to keep your mind. And Jesus, keep that mind and get it straight. And next thing you know... Whatever the stuff that's going on beside you won't even know it's happening. People telling you to call Jesus, you won't even hear them. Yeah, That'd right. be all somewhere else. Because see, at that point, it will be between you and Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it will be between you and Jesus. It ain't going to be between you and the stuff in the world. It's going to be between you and Jesus. That's a good thing. Because Jesus saves. <laughs> the world cannot save you. Jesus saves. So the writer says, "You've got to earnestly contend for this. Be honest with yourself. Admit that you're weak. Acknowledge that you have no strength. <laughs> Acknowledge that you can't do this by yourself. You need help. and you don't need the help of Elder Scott or Elder Robinson or uh, 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 Mother, Mother Scott, you need the help of Jesus. <laughs> That's why uh, he's trying to give you an understanding that he's Lord. And once you can kind of figure that out and get it in your mind, he can work with it. But until then, when you think that you're tough <laughs> and your chest is all puffed out and, and you can eloquently do this and eloquently do that and you know how to put the fork and the knife on the right side. and I think that's the way are going. <laughs> or the spoon, the big spoon, the little spoon, salad, 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 sal- you know all of that. But I'm going to tell you, it's a bunch of foolishness. <laughs> as long as you have a fork to eat with, it don't make no difference. And people ate with their fingers before they had forks. But so as long as you can get some food into your mouth so you and get it in your stomach to get your energy, that's what matters. It doesn't matter that you know where the fork goes. But see, people lift themselves up and say, I... I, 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 I I, I, I've gone to this school and gone to that school and I do know <laughs> I'll tell you you really don't know nothing anyway you can go to all schools you want to but you still can't, you can't get it all it's just like the wine trying to drink the, drink the liquor store dry you can drink that store there, but down on the corner is another whole store <laughs> you can't do it you, you can't get all the riches of the world <laughs> it's just not possible so when you put your mind in the perspective of who you are you're, you're a sinner I'm a sinner I came here as a sinner I needed to be saved I needed to be delivered from, 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 from the consequences of sin the consequences of sin is death but the Lord Jesus Christ has promised us that he will give us life That's that's what life is. And that we're hopeless. And now that you're hopeless, you need Jesus on the inside of you. You just can't do it by yourself. No matter how how much you can sing. I'm trying to go through the little things that people think they can do. (laughs) People sing. You can't sing your way in. (laughs) You may have a little money you can't pay your way in. It's it's in it through faith. That's the only way you'll be able to get to Jesus Christ. And once you get to him like that, you want to hold on to him. You don't want to let go. See, it's a precious knowledge. I didn't have the understanding of being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. I didn't have the understanding of getting on my knees and calling the name of Jesus to fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I was like Nicodemus in that sense Nicodemus was was the head of the Jews y'all discount Nicodemus she called him old yeah he was old (laughs) you didn't know how I I listen to all that Nicodemus was old the word says he was old but he was also the president the chief, chief Jew all the Jews had to come to him to do whatever they had to do you couldn't do anything without Nicodemus' approval, but Nicodemus, uh, when you look at it, he humbled himself, even though he had to come by night. (laughs) He was a night worshiper. (laughs) Jesus didn't make any of us come by night like that, but in a sense, we were coming by night. I, I, I went to college. I had degrees. Uh, but I had to come uh, I had to humble myself because I, 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 those degrees meant I didn't know anything. You think you know something, but you actually acknowledge that you don't know anything. I studied under some of the greatest minds in this country. Uh, people say, Well, do you don't have those kind of right up there on that hill up there? They have some of the greatest minds in the country. People come through there, some of them only teach one, one class, some two classes but some of the best people that you ever want to run into. And when I was there, there were people who shaped my knowledge about the Vietnam War, people who'd been over there, people who wrote books about it, books that you wouldn't even think of. And I said, well, you know, yeah, he was my professor. he said, what? Yes, he was my professor. And this fourth time he went back over there, he got killed. But he left a legacy. Of what the whole idea of was uh, about about the war in Vietnam, but even as much as he taught me, even as much as I knew, it still wasn't it wasn't knowledge. It just told me what I didn't know. And the one thing he couldn't tell me was that I needed to be born again. <laughs> I had to enter a little old church <laughs> over in d <D1. laughs> <laughs> for a preacher to tell me, say, you need to be born again. I <laughs> said, so, who is this man? He don't you have what you need? And I said, oh my goodness, I don't have it. <laughs> After I looked around and saw what was going on, when I saw the praise, the praise that was coming from the inside, and, the, and, and my pastor at that time, Mr. Johnson said, don't you feel it? Don't you have it? I said, it, I had enough sense to acknowledge to myself I did not have it. I, I I wanted it, but I did not have it, and that started my journey. <laughs> it had nothing to do with intellect. It had to do with what was in the inside of me. I was empty. I was void. I was looking for some ways to feed this void. Whether you can look at it for, for drinking and alcohol and smoking and sex, all those kind of things, they fill the void, but it's temporarily. And when all of that wears off, <laughs> you're left empty, trying to figure out what it is that I need. But I'm telling you, whoo, when you finally get the Holy Ghost, when you finally get this thing right, you want to hold on to it. You want to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, not just sometimes, not just turn the faucet off and on, you want to be always abounding, whether it's in your church or whether you're down in your neighborhood or whether you're in your household or or, or the saints were yesterday witnessing, always abounding because you got it on the inside of you and you want to share it with anybody out there that's willing to listen. Some people burst your bubble. They look at you and say, well, you're just as much as a sinner as I am. Well, I'm a sinner saved by grace. That's what separates me from. I'm not trying to say I'm better than you, but I have a hope. I have Jesus Christ living that on the inside. Of. You tell them your journey. I try to give my, my loved ones. Those are the ones that are closest to you. Try to give my loved ones. The understanding. And some of them listen and some of them don't listen. But the thing is, I've done my part. Right. And every now and then Jesus gives me another opportunity to give another little part. Now they're all trying to congregate now for the summer. In the next few months, they'd be running through here. But I'm going to guarantee you, I'll be shocked if any of them come in here. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell them the same thing I'm telling you right now. You gotta be born again. You gotta be born again, born of the water and of the spirit. Baptize in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Get in an altar and call in the name of Jesus and then it fills you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. But it begins with repentance. See, people don't want to repent. You want to hold on to the stuff you've been doing all your lifetime. Because yeah, it's good to you. So you think. But you got to leave that stuff alone. The word I said leave the helper alone. If you leave the helper alone. Turn. Turn from it. Turn. Jesus, Jesus. Let Jesus work with you. Hallelujah. You can't keep going back to that world of, uh, 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 of the, the, the world stuff. You got to let, let it go. You got you to give it up, all of it, everything. You know that it's not like Jesus. And you say, well, I, don't, I haven't figured it out yet. Oh, yes, you figured it out. You try to figure out a way to get around it. But you can't get around Jesus. <laughs> you just can't do that. <laughs> I'll tell you stuff that I didn't even know at the time. Because, <laughs> see, when I started this, 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 this quest or this the, the desire of being saved, I was willing to do anything. When they told me, don't, you don't need to smoke no more, I didn't smoke no more. Since 1984. Of November to what? November? No, October. October the 20-something. When I was baptized, I look back on the records. I think it was the 29th or something like that, October. I went to the gas, I mean the 7-Eleven, to get some cigarettes. My I said, "Don't you understand what you just did?" Because <laughs> I just joined the church. I said, "What?" She said, "You, you, you, you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't need the cigarettes no more." I ain't smoked a cigarette since then. 1984. 1984, and I hadn't, had no desire to. you talking about somebody taking a taste from something in your mouth. A taste. So I had a taste in my mouth for cigarettes. Cigars, cigarettes, pipes, anything that had a little smoke on it, I had, to, I would do it. It didn't matter to me. always <laughs> trying to find something new. But when Jesus took that taste out of my mouth. I had no more taste for the smoke. Same way with the drink. I had no more taste for the drink. All right, she didn't have to tell me about the, the, the alcohol. I was pouring mine down the drain. I had me a great big bottle of Tanqueray because <laughs> gin and tonic was my drink. At that time, well, anything was my drink, really, but <laughs> gin and tonic was what I had. But when, I, when the Lord called me out of that, I just took it and poured it down the drain. And I ain't had a drink since then. I ain't had a, had a mind to go get the, what they call the margaritas. Nice big margaritas like there was a fish out of the water. <laughs> California. the <laughs> mile, that's what you did. But I haven't had a taste for none of that. No wish to go back into it. But I have to continue really to for it. I have to keep it before me. I have to keep thinking about it and praising the Lord Jesus Christ for where well, he's bought me from? Because if I don't, I let it slack. I let I let it relax, and it it get down on the floor and, and get dormant. And you don't want it to get dormant. You don't want it, to let, you know, like your Bible gathers dust on it because you haven't opened it up in a, for a while, <laughs> or, 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 or your your church shoes don't or got dust on because you ain't been to church in such a long time. <laughs> So you have to earnestly contend for this. You have to get in there. Keep that Bible turned open. You have to keep the shoes on. Come come to your service. I ain't telling you something that ain't in the Word. It says neglect not the assembly of yourselves together. It says that some is. Some people don't have the understanding. They don't know that this thing is on its way out of here. They don't know that they got to be kept by Jesus. Saints. I'm telling you that saints, saints get, get, get complacent and then, it, and then when we get complacent when we get so complacent then we wonder why Jesus is not blessing you can't see how the Lord Jesus Christ is keeping you you, you ought to blame him for everything instead of praising for it praise the Lord Jesus Christ he's the one that wakes us up in the morning he's the one that gives us the steps to go back and forth he's the one that touches your body from time to time Told me, said, he said, "Uh, you anemic. I said, well, I'd seen it a couple of times on my health thing, and I ain't ain't never told her about it, but I saw it on there a couple of times, (laughs) and I'm talking about from blood tests. And he said, well, you ain't got no iron in your body. You bleeding? I said, not that I know. (laughs) He said, are you sure? I just had the colonoscopy and I said, no, I'm sure. I said, he would have wrote it on the report. And uh, he said, well, something's wrong. You shouldn't have an iron that low. And I just figured because I finished with two knee surgeries that I don't have any energy because I just didn't have no energy. And uh, when I tried to walk with my wife, who she doesn't fuss at me like she used to, but I tried to walk with her, and I got down the street, and I told her, I got to go back home. She said, what's wrong with you? I said, I, I'm not feeling it today, I can't, I, can't get, I, can't, I can't get it up there, I can't, can't, can't get enough air into my system. And uh, of course, I went back, and I sat down, Then I was okay. But I didn't understand what was coming from, it was coming from an iron deficiency. And iron deficiency, if you uh, read up on it, you'll see that iron can be low on your body because your body fights the iron, too. So I don't know. It could be fighting iron. I don't know. But uh, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the drill sergeant. And she went out and I got spinach galore. <laughs> that spinach coming out of my ears in my house. <laughs> that <There's> spinach everywhere. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> All you got to do is say there's a war going on <laughs> and she's ready to fight. <laughs> she's ready to fight. I got a great big old tub of spinach. <laughs> I thank the Lord for. Them. <laughs> but I'm gonna get tired of eating all that greens, I'ma tell you that now. <laughs> get tired of eating them greens. Well thank the Lord Jesus Christ. The one thing he could not tell me. And I have I have a Jewish doctor. I have a, I have a Jewish Jewish uh, he's my oncologist, and then I have uh, an Indian lady who is my primary, and then I have a guy from Philadelphia who is my the uh, knee person, and then I have I got a, like a whole little team of people, <laughs> but none of them can tell you that you had the Holy Ghost. And they, can, they can give you all along for the loan of CBCs and all those kind of things. You know how they give you those tests, got all those little numbers on all that? Plus, or minus, plus, or minus, plus. And they can tell you what your white cell count is and what you read, whatever. But they can't tell you you got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the good part. That's the one that's down on the inside of you. That's the one that determines where, you, where you're going to live forever. Okay. Uh, that determines your, your relationship. With the world itself. That's the one that gives you promise. That's the one that you want to contend for. Earnestly contend for. That's the one that Jesus gave you. Not that you couldn't take it, you couldn't go in the store and grab it off a shelf. You had to receive the Holy Ghost. That's the one you receive from Jesus Christ. That's the one you want to keep. All of our services are for 1 in 10. If someone might come to the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. Accept the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. is that he will that all men be saved. Come into the knowledge of the truth. That's men and women. Truth is, you got to be born again. Be born of the water and of the spirit. Baptizing the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Getting at an altar and calling the name of Jesus. Until he fills you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We invite you to come right now.